Okay, don't move. Let me get a picture. Okay, I'm gonna hit stop, right? Me and Danny were talking about this one the other day. Hand somebody the mirror after you just like broke your back on their haircut. It looks better than when I walked in. I fucking hope. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, that's when I look. We'll just spitball off each other. So, so yeah. we can do this for a so minute. So, you know, like, so, okay. So, I'm trying to think. Is it basically you saying you expect them to like it? Like, okay. Like, we, you took put, our, we took you put our time. Someone to work into it. Yeah. The computer didn't do this. Like, this it wasn't was AI. Like, I worked on this. Exactly. This took before. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. bro, I know this is the best haircut you ever Come had. Come on. I seen you when you walked in. Like, Show me something. Yeah. Exactly. And then it's like, up. well, uh, it looks better than it did before. I'm like, oh, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't, have to, you don't have to give me a hug, but you right, know, like, right, it looks right, good. Right. That, even that, I would take that. Right. Right. What about you, Danny? Man, me, I hate people that come in and ask me to cut their hair face in the mirror. People, people actually do yeah. that. And like, Yeah. See the crib and ask who did I steal from? Price tags on making the world feel some. They don't have enough to satisfy a real one. Maverick Carter couldn't even get the deal done. Scared to come towards us, gotta run from us. Louisville, hush money for my young gunners. Rick Patino, I take them to strip clubs and casinos. Stack casinos, get all of you. Scratch like Primo Worms, I just opened up a can of those My mother had a flower shop But I was Sandra's Rose Two girls that I wrote like Indiana Jones I make them walk together Like I'm Amber Rose Yeah That I gotta update It's another episode of What's Next Podcast I'm joined by two barbers Here at Cuts Online Barbershop My man Danny G Max Overland Coming on this podcast, talk a little bit about what they what they've been doing, what they got planned for the future as well. If you haven't checked out our last episode with Els Bentley, check that out. That was also a good one. Now we're gonna get right into the thick of things as we usually do. Danny, Max, I appreciate you guys coming on the podcast. Um, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of things that you can do in life, and one of the most important things you can do is give somebody your time. And you guys are actually giving my giving your time to this podcast to sit down take your day out your week and have a conversation with me and my crew. So uh, I deeply appreciate that. Appreciate having you on, man. No problem, no problem. So so like, let's get right into it. Like, like people, for people who don't know you guys, you guys are barbers, entrepreneurs in the Lexington, Kentucky area. How did you get into barbering? Let me ask you that. Like, like, like what's the introduction into barbering? How'd you get into it? Uh, I started coming here when I was 16. Okay. I was in high school. It was something I wanted to try out. It was something I was curious about. So I started cutting a few of my friends' hair. Yeah. Uh, after that, I mean, that was rough to start off. So you got to find a few friends that are willing to let you try. And then after that, kind of just building confidence with it. And as time goes on, um, I got to the end of high school and just decided that I wanted to go ahead, get licensed, and kind of make a career out of it. There was nothing else that interested me as much as cutting hair. Okay. So I was lucky to find it as early as I did. For sure, for sure. 16 is like a young age to, to like start cutting hair. Yeah. Now, now, I know a lot of people that start cutting hair and then they stop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how, how I'm going to get back to you, Danny. Like, how, how do you basically, what made you want to keep going? Like, where is that shift that made you want to keep going? 
honestly, I never really hit a point where I wanted to stop. I'm from a small town, so it was kind of easy to go ahead and grab like a lot of people my age and kind of seeing like it was kind of taking off on social media at the time. You see a lot more barbers that are sharing more of their content and more of their work. So kind of being able to see that was motivational and then having people that slowly building up that clientele in my hometown where I could kind of build my confidence with that. So it was really, it was always exciting to me. I never hit a point where I felt like dull with it. It always kind of excited me. Yeah, it's like you, you're always looking forward to, to the growth. The, yes. You're enjoying the process, yes. the overall process. What about you, Dan? One thing about this kid though, is he knew what he was gonna do since he was a young kid. He told I swear. Me. Yeah. If you look at the bottom of his lip, he told me that, that was his very first tattoo he ever got. Show me. cereal? I, I'm, Okay, Max, Max cuts. cuts. Max Cuts, man. He got. We, we definitely got to get that on the camera, oh, man. Yeah. For sure, we'll get that. We'll get that. But yeah, man, like Danny, like what about you, man? How'd you get into barbering? So with me, man, so with me, I was, uh, I was a young kid when I went to Kentucky. I'm not originally from here. For those of you that don't know me, I'm actually from Chicago. But going from the culture in Chicago to going to a little place in Kentucky, it was very difficult to try to get the same standard as far as a haircut. So I do remember going to this little barbershop near my hometown. It was called Harold's Barbershop. Harold. <laughs> Shout out Harold. Shout out Harold. I asked him for a one on the sides and a two on top. Something that, you know, I'm like, man, there's no way you could ruin this. Harold, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> but, uh, man, I didn't end up getting quite what I needed, man. There was one, two, three times, and I was still getting the same results. So I just decided to go to Walmart, just start buzzing my own thing. And then sooner or later, I started doing my little brother. Then uh, I started shaping myself up, and uh, I had friends in school start, hey man, I'll give you $5 for a little shape up. Your money's coming in now. Oh, you know, yeah. you gotta make it somehow. So then, uh, I don't know, man, I went to the military. I didn't really ever take haircutting serious, but then uh, I ended up getting medically discharged in 2017. Okay. I didn't know what to fall back on, man. I, I don't go to school, I, I'm not meant for it, you know? So then I started, uh, I jumped back on it. I decided to give it a try. And uh, I ended up falling in love with it, man. I just kept doing it. What's the best thing that y'all love about cutting people's hair? Like, like, what's the best thing? I guess it's, for me personally, I think it's more than just a haircut. I think it's you actually kind of build a connection for so sure. many different people. And there's people that I genuinely enjoy, like seeing. You know, I enjoy cutting their hair. I enjoy the conversations, whether it's sports, whether it's you know talking about family. Uh, personal growth, whatever it is, man. Sometimes you do kind of build a connection with certain facts, people. Facts, facts. What about you, man? Working right next to Danny. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is cool though what he said. Like you kind of notice it. Like the first few times when you cut someone's hair, you get to know them, and then eventually you do hit that haircut where it's like you realize that the person turned from a client into like a friend. Right. You got each other's phone numbers. You know what I mean? Like you, you look forward to them coming in. Like that's a cool moment to hit. And, like you like kind of hope to hit that with a lot of your clients. That's the goal for me personally. It's like building relationships. Yeah. Yeah, and sure. connections, man. I feel, I feel like in this uh, industry. There's a lot of other industries that you might need in an emergency too. So it's kind of cool, like, hey man, I'll trade you, you know, a couple haircuts for an oil change. You know, sometimes yeah, yeah, it's cool yeah. like that. You get to build connections. You like helping each other out yeah. at the same time. I respect that. Now, both of y'all, well, two different people, right? You got Max, come from a small town, yep. big city guy. Mm -hmm. I guess, like, how's the transition from, you know, uh, uh, you come back from your experiences and, and, you know, your respective towns to yeah. Lexington, Kentucky? Like, how do you guys adjust? What have you learned from, you know, being from that small town and then being from Chicago, you know, Illinois, which is one of the biggest cities in the United States? Like, what, what have you guys learned? I'll let you take that Well, for me, man, it's, uh, see, I grew up in a big city, yes, but everybody thinks the big city lifestyle is 
you're driving Corvettes downtown, this, this, and that. But what you don't know is if you don't have the funds to back that up, man, you're actually in a really bad part of Chicago to make it. So for me, going from the south side of Chicago to a nice, quiet, upcoming city like Lexington, oh, dude, to me, it's great. I love it. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I feel like, like, like the ideal uh picture that people might see city they might think oh it's the lifestyle you live in the they know, think so yeah they you think know, so man but there, there's also like you gotta think about the traffic you gotta think about the high crime rates you gotta think about man there's gangs everywhere over there you gotta think about the prices on taxes you gotta think about more the expensive. cost of living yeah, yeah more what i'm getting here what the my lifestyle here in chicago i would not be able to survive Different. It's, it's, it's different. different. And also, like, as far as my job here, there's not a lot of competition in Lexington. That's what I enjoy. Yeah, I yeah, enjoy yeah. that I get to I, I, I get to stand out because I know that my style here is different. As in Chicago, that's the culture. Yeah, yeah. You know, that that's that's all a man got is a haircut. I swear. <laughs> I swear. That's the only thing we can to get fresh, you know. Yeah. So we over there, it's more competition. You got one street with, like, two, three different barbershops. Okay. Out here, shit, barbershop here is... Probably like others, and then you got probably roosters, and okay, I know that's not. Okay. I mean, no disrespect. I don't think we're yeah. on that same style. So I like that. You know, we get to stand out because we uh, we get more culture hairstyles. We're gonna we're gonna get into that. Yeah. We're gonna get into that. What about you, Max? Like, come from a small town to Lexington, Kentucky, a little bit bigger. Yeah. What, what has that taught you in your in your life? Man, honestly, it wasn't too hard of a transition, to okay. be honest, because it's like Lexington. I always felt like had like a good balance of it's like everyone in Lexington kind of says it. It's like big town small city you know what i mean city feel but like you get the small town kind of lifestyle so for me it wasn't too uncomfortable but it was also a good opportunity because it's a bigger place more people know more people come here right college is right out that window so you get more uh, more traffic coming in so it's it's been a good opportunity for me big big opportunity for sure moment of realization and uh, what i mean by that is like when did you realize, that, I guess, like like when Barber is the, the thing that you wanted to do, I guess, was there a specific moment in y'all's career where you were like, man, I actually love, I love doing this thing? Man, for me, whenever I got out of the Army, uh, the first thing I did, I Googled how much does a barber make, <laughs> right? So when I, I remember looking up on Google and it said a barber makes $32,000. Okay. My jaw dropped. <laughs> yeah. I said, man, for making a... Salary of you know sixty to seventy k as a military man to go on thirty two k. I was like, it's not gonna, not gonna happen. Right? But I still decided to give it a try because if you if you if you do the military time, they do the officer. Uh, they offer a GI bill, so that offers to pay for your college. So I figured I'm like, man, I'll go to barber school. I'll become a barber. If it works out, it works out. If not, hey, I could also go to school and see if I could follow exactly a degree and something. Yeah, else. yeah, Plan B, Plan yes. B. But I gave it a try, man, and. Uh, Honestly, it wasn't even about the money, but it was like the fact that I really didn't see it as a job. It was something that I enjoy. I love cutting hair, man. I yeah. do. I love cutting hair. I enjoy it. I, I strive to get better every day. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that I actually became really good at it, but I, I thought I was going to reach a peak and I wasn't going to be able to pass that peak. Right. But I kept working. I kept grinding. And I, I feel like I genuinely enjoy doing it. And like I said, dude, I met a lot of people, I met a lot of friends, uh, and I, I felt like it was just kind of like, it genuinely made me feel good. I enjoyed yeah. doing it. Yeah, you know for sure, yeah. for sure. Moment of realization, that was the question, That's the right? Question, man. Um, like, 
I guess I kind of brushed on it earlier. I kind of realized I wanted to do it at a young age. Yeah. I feel like what kind of fueled it though was being in school and they kind of want to push you to go like the college route. You know what I mean? They're not really pushing for a lot of blue collar stuff anymore, which then we end up with a shortage of, you know, plumbers, electricians, things like that. Right. Well, now we need more. And so I was kind of feeling that pressure of they were saying, you know, you need to do X amount of college applications. You need to be looking at this route, that route. Whereas I kind of already had made up my mind yeah. and I can be a little bit hard headed. So the more they're telling me you need to do this, you need to do this, I'm kind of like, well, now I want to go do my thing a little bit more. <laughs> like, I kind of want to just go against what you're telling me now. Yeah. And so that was kind of, for me, it kind of, like, solidified what I already was feeling. But then it kind of gave me, like, not something to prove somebody else wrong, but, like, prove it to me that, like, I can go and I can have a successful lifestyle, a successful career okay. without doing the the rubric that they were handing right, me. Right, right, that, right. You know? That definitely makes sense. Um, y'all both talked about it. Barbering school. Mm -hmm. What's that like? Man, barber school, to be honest, is just kind of like doing your time. I feel like barber school is, they show you the basics on how to pass bar, uh, the barber test. Okay. But other than that, dude, I feel like it's on you. What? You, you have to learn it on your own. What is the, the barber test? Like, like what, what even is that? A lot of sanitation is really what they're looking at. They want to make sure... Um, that's what they're really grading you on. To be specific, the test is it's a hands-on, and this is just for Kentucky, but it's a hands-on uh, test where it's about an hour long, haircut, straight razor shave, shampoo. You're kind of just showing like your technical skills. There's a written portion too. What they're really making sure is that you're not gonna hurt anybody. You're not gonna spread anything. So they're really making sure uh, there's a procedure. Think about it like a driving test. They want you to, every time you sit down, they want you to adjust your mirrors. All the, do you still do that? Not really. <laughs> no, you know. um, so, you know, but they want to see that you actually know, though, what's the, you know what I mean? It's kind of like you know what you're doing. What's the, rules, want you the basic to, rules, right? They want, yeah. you to, they want to make sure that you know every fine detail and that you know what you're supposed to be doing when you're in How long is barbering school? It's nine and a half months, but you say that, but if you miss one class or one day, it accumulates your hours that you're missing. Uh, so, hey, dude, I've known people that have been in barber school, what, two years? Yeah. I know, I know a guy that's been in there like three years. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's a 1,500-hour program. Wow. So you miss an hour, you put it on the back end, and that's just going to carry you further and further. You okay. miss one day, you missed eight hours. Yeah. Okay. You miss one week, you miss 40 hours. Wow. So, yeah. like, like and, and, dude, that's the thing about barber school, too, <laughs> man. It is, like, a, like you said, a full-time job. Time. You're in there from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., and then I'm thinking, you still have to pay for barber school and you're not getting paid if anything, you're paying the barber school to go there, right? Now, is there other barbers teaching you guys? Or it, It's not really a barber, it's more instructors. Okay. They, they, they might have been barbers in their past, or actually no, they have been barbers in their past, but how good were they in their past? Who knows? Who knows? You know? In order to be an instructor, it's the same thing, you just gotta pass a test and uh, you gotta shadow other barber instructors, pass right. a test and then build up to a master license or whatever. Okay, okay, interesting. I never, I, I was always fascinated about learning about the, the, yeah. the, the behind the scenes of, of people, barbers becoming barbers, right? There's no information on it. Yeah, yeah. Unless you, ask, unless you ask. <laughs> no, unless you ask, and that's what we're doing. That's why we do this. Um, you said it, Max, a, a, a few minutes ago, we're right across the street from uh, University of Kentucky. Talk about like the, the you know, how much of a, you know, I guess I, I want to phrase the question like, like you get students, you get uh, instructors, you get all types of people. What has that done for you guys business-wise? Being, being in such a big you know, area in Lexington, you see, there's plenty of barbers in Lexington, but you guys are like 
the one that's known on campus, right yeah. across from campus. What's that like for you guys? Well, I think mainly it's just the ability that there's students coming in all the time. Like as, as, a, as a class graduates, a new one comes in. So if you lose that clientele from the personnel graduating, the incoming personnel, that's another relationship you're building. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like you, I met you when you were a freshman. I know. All, all <laughs> the way to you graduated. It's cool because you get to you yeah. get to see us grow. Like, yeah. You get to see the students. Like, I think you graduated what last year, I believe. Yeah, last December. Yeah, last you know what I'm saying. And then like we're a whole year away now too. You know, so yeah. So I, I think it's mainly the the traffic. It, there's a lot of traffic here for sure. For sure. I think it's a good opportunity, too, to get groups of people. Think of fraternity. Mm. You get one guy, two guys in a fraternity. Tell your friends. Tell your freshman friends that don't know where to go. You get them. Now you're building it up. Now yep. they got a whole portion of their group that's yep. referring them to people. If those people graduate, they're telling the freshmen coming in, hey, you need a haircut going here. Okay. Okay. So it's a, uh, and, and that goes any growth. Yeah, any growth, a team, anything. It kind of just keeps going. For sure. For sure. I, I love that answer. Um, we talked about barber school. Now let's talk about your journey overall. And we both know, we talked a little bit of off camera about this. Mm -hmm. um, throughout your journey, you know, everybody hits rock bottom, right? You know, or, or at least they're going to. Mm -hmm. no one, it's never just, you know, a straight shot up to where you want to be. There's always dips in your, in your journey, in your path towards your journey. Mm -hmm. Talk about a time where you guys hit rock bottom, if you have um, in the past, and talk about how you grew from it. I don't know if I would say rock bottom, yeah. per se. Um, okay. I'd say, though, probably the hardest part of a barber's career is that first six months in because you build up a lot of confidence while you're in barber school because you're surrounded by the same people and yeah. you kind of build somewhat of a clientele within that however much you want to work for once you now here's the thing is once you're in school you get a certain amount of comfort built up because let's say you mess something up or you end up in kind of an awkward situation yeah. you have people that can come and kind of save the day on it they can come and they can kind of help you work your way out right, of that. Right, right. the second you're out of there and the second you're in the shop that. that's done yeah. so i'd say that that is a hard thing and especially um probably being in here with as much walk-in traffic as there is that's where any barber that comes in here starts off doing walk-ins so I know Danny and I, we both had the same thing where it was like we were the only barbers at a time taking walk-ins, probably for our first year, yeah. year plus doing walk-ins. And seeing 20 people sitting down, that's something to adjust to. That's well, something that like, man. you sit down in the car after work some days and you're like, maybe I should go to college. Like, you know, like you have some of those where you're like, man, this was a hard day, but it gets better. Okay, so I, before you go, Danny, you talked about, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit more about the anxiety factor of it. Like yeah. you got 20 people sitting there waiting on you. You know, some some people gotta go. Some people are like been in there for hours. Like well, how do you guys deal with that? Like The thing is like I put myself in their shoes, you know? Yeah. So me, and me now that I do appointments, like it's definitely helped a lot, man. Cause it's like now I know like maybe if I run five, 10 minutes later, I'm like, I'm like, hey man, like it's a busy day, but just give me five, 10 minutes, I'll be right with you. You know, right. it's better communication. But when you're doing walk-ins, you just stand and there's 20 people just looking at you like, <laughs> you know, mad, and you're like, bro, like, what do you want me to do? Like, I can't mess this dude up just to get to you faster, you know? Yeah. Like, so like, yeah, that's that's the type of anxiety I'm talking about, dude. Cause I put myself in their shoes, man. If I go to a restaurant, and there's an hour and a half wait. I'm sitting there cutting everybody. I'm pissed. Mind, <laughs> mind, I'm, I'm pissed. Mad, I'm, I'm going in, you know. So like, it, I do feel for those people, but. We're trying, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's good. I, I yeah. like the way you put yourself in their shoes. Yeah, that's, dude, that's what yeah. you should do. It's good. That's, what, that's what I'm telling you. I, I don't, sometimes there was days where I would skip lunch. I wouldn't eat. 
Wow. Just because I'd be like, man, let me try to get to the next person. Like, I like this dude, you know, okay, I'm, I'm coming to you, that's but I got love. you, I got you, that's next love. person, that's hey, love. I got you, I'm coming. That's love. that's love. I want to get to know y'all outside of barbering, outside yeah. of your career. What are some fun things that you guys like to do outside of, you know, uh, what you do? Uh, man, so I recently just got a camera, and uh, I've, been I've, messing, seen that, I've been messing with it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I've been messing with it a little bit. I'm trying to get better at it. Uh, man, now, nowadays in our lifetime, it's uh, it's more than just pictures, man. Now you got video editing, mm-hmm. especially in our uh, industry, man. Like, if I record something with my phone, I feel like people are just like, ah, this is whatever. But if I get a camera okay. with some type of quality, now people stop and like, oh, this is nice. It I definitely like this. helps. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been I've been messing with that a lot. Uh, uh, what else? I got a dog. I like to. Talk about my dog and my kids. What type of dog you got? I got a husky. Oh, I remember. I remember yeah, you telling me that. Yeah, he used to run away. Now. Lots of yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna say they're known for doing yeah. that. <laughs> no, he's good, man. I got a little collar. I know what with my uh, my Ball name number. and everything. Yeah, so. <laughs> what about you, Max? What about you, man? What you like to do outside of outside of barbering? Kind of same stuff Dandy was talking about. Um, all of us in here are kind of trying to get more into the photo video uh, side of things. Learn about that. I've also got dogs. Um, I don't have kids though, uh, okay. so that's, oh, yeah, that's the big difference. Before we go, my girl, my watches. I like, I love hanging out my, with my uh, fiance. <laughs> we'll fit that in. Yeah. Say. <laughs> Which is like, oh, you rather hang out with your dog than me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll put, I'll, I'll cut it up, you know, so slide that in there. <laughs> anyway, I also love my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get it. I love my and girlfriend then, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I mean, they take they take a lot of my time. The the dogs and everything. Uh, yeah. So that's fun. And then uh, I don't know, big movie guy. Okay. Big, I love entertainment. Yeah. Favorite, stuff, love stuff like that. Favorite movie of all time, what it's looking like? Ooh, that's a great question. Yeah. You want to go first? You got one movie, uh, one movie that, that you can watch, you always have forever. Um, you can't watch any other movie. This is the movie that you have. What is it? Step Brothers. Step Brothers? Yes. Classic, 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 classic. I agree. I like, I like Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Put me in the jam, real. I know. You, you uh, put you on the spot. I'll give you a genre. I love crime movies. Nah, any movie. movie. One movie? One movie. One movie. Um, hey, give me some. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's go. Departed. Oh, it's a great movie. Departed. Yeah, yeah, that one doesn't get boring. And the more you watch it, I feel like the more you notice. So that's Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, yeah. Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Jack Nicholson. Okay. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a great movie. It might have been a basic answer, but nah, yeah. solid, solid picks, man. I've seen this all over social media, and y'all can't tell me y'all y'all don't have one. Or y'all don't have any, I should say that. What are y'all pet peeves that you guys hate oh. as a barber? <laughs> Do you have an hour? Like, <laughs> um, me and Danny were talking about this one the other day. Hand somebody the mirror after you just like broke your back on their haircut. It looks better than when I walked in. I fucking hope. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, that's when I look. We'll just spitball off each other. So, so yeah. We can do this for a so minute. So, you know, like, so, okay. So, I'm trying to think. Is it basically you saying you expect them to like it? Like, okay. Like, we, you took, put, we took you our put time someone to work into it. Yeah. The computer didn't do this. Like, this it wasn't was AI. Me. Like, I worked on this. Exactly. So, be more. Yeah. Like, yeah. bro, I know this is the best haircut you've ever Come on. had, bro. Like, I seen you when you walked in. Like, Show me something. Yeah. Exactly. And then they're like, up. well, uh, it looks better than it did before. I'm like, oh, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't, to, you don't have to give me a hug, but you right. know, like, right. it looks right. good. Right. Dad, even that, right. I would take that. Right. Right. What about you, Danny? Man, me, I hate people that come in and ask me to cut their hair face in the mirror. People, people actually do yes. that? 
And then, like, let's say I'm turning you around and I'm like reaching over to change a guard or something. Checking. <laughs> or like you're lining up their mustache. All right. You know, they're looking at the mirror. I'm like, oh, like, chill. Like, whether I fuck, I mean, whether I mess you up or not, yeah. like, this is your destiny. Accept it. Exactly, exactly. Accept exactly, it. You exactly. came here. You didn't know you can do about it. Nah, <laughs> so if I messed it up, I messed it up. And if I did great, hey. It's not even done yet. Yeah. At least, at least, at least let me finish. Yeah, if people don't see a little chili bowl, like, bro, that's how a fade starts. Hold up. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You turn me back. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Matt? I mean, saying? what he was saying, like, you do one side of the haircut, they see the other. You gonna do this? Do you want me to keep it this way? I mean, I was planning on it. We just got started. We can. Um, oh, another one. We can. Uh, you finish someone's haircut. They take a look at it in the mirror. Yeah, it looks good. Cool. You take you take everything off them. They're cleaned up. They ring up. They check themselves in the mirror. Tell you what, man. Can we take a little bit more? You know what I mean? You got you got your next appointment waiting. There, you know, you already ran behind, and so then that happens. That's another good one. Oh, and my favorite one when they book an appointment, right? Let's say I have a I have a ten minute window, a fifteen minute window for a black mask, which is like if you want to add a black mask at the end of your hair, you just add the black mask. What's the what's a black mask? So a black mask is a uh, you you put the layer of this uh, what what is it called? It's like an exfoliate. It's a peel. Yeah, it's a peel. It's a peel. It's a peel. Yes. It's a peel? Yeah, it's I a didn't know you guys do that. Okay. Well, I just started doing it. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so it's a fifteen minute window. People will try to get a haircut, right? and I'm like, dude, I'm booked up. They'll book that fifteen minute window, show up, and be like, hey man, I need a haircut, beard, eyebrows, everything. I'm like, dude, so you want a forty five minute service in fifteen minute window? Ah, uh, see. I'm like, dude. You can get a shape up, maybe. Common sense, man. Yes, common, common sense. sense. Don't, don't try to finesse it, y'all. Yeah, don't try to finesse man. it. <laughs> Respect our schedules, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> biggest inspirations, y'all. Like, who, who, who are your biggest inspirations to be from anywhere in, in life? You know, we're inspired by anyone. It could be our, our family members, our friends. It could be celebrities or whoever it may be. Like, who are some of your biggest inspirations in life? Mm. So, with, with me, man, uh... I had a few leaders that I served with. Uh, this guy named Sergeant Wise and uh, a guy named Sergeant Newbar. Okay. Two guys I really, really looked up to. Them and uh, as far as the celebrity, J. Cole, man. J. Cole's been a big inspiration in my life. I love J. Cole. J. Cole's solid, man. Yeah. J. Cole. Well, what's the, the best thing that you've learned from J. Cole? Or, or J. Cole, man, the humbleness. I love his, his humbleness. I love how he's, he's a celebrity. Yeah. He's got money, but he's still very humble to people. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like so, I see that he always gets back. I see that he's always just walking. He's always just in his bike. Definitely a guy you can you can walk up to and then just, you know, dab yes. up, have a conversation. So my friend Farouk, he actually met him at okay. the All Star game. Awesome. Cool story. He uh it was actually at the one in North Carolina. Okay. Charlotte. Okay. Uh he's good friends with Car Anthony Towns. Car Anthony Towns called J. Cole up so he could talk to my boy Farouk. And uh, Farouk actually FaceTimed me with J. Cole. Shout out Farouk, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And J we didn't have a conversation, but he was like, hey, he told him my name. Hey, Danny, how you doing, man? That's and cool. That's to cool. me, those three seconds were the coolest thing on my That's life. Cool. He probably never remember me again, For but... Sure. It was For a sure. cool. It was a cool moment, you know? I agree. That, that's, that's definitely yeah. cool, man. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about the, the, the... Obviously, you guys are in such a unique area. Like I said, Lexington, Kentucky, yeah. a lot of basketball players and... Basketball athletes, uh, uh, football guys, they come in and come through mm -hmm. and, and get a haircut from you guys. We'll, we'll, we'll go back on that, but I want to get your answer, Max. Like, who's your biggest inspirations? It's, that's a, I never really thought about it like that. Yeah. Me. Danny. 
Dan, that's my <laughs> final answer. Dan, man, I had two teachers though that I always will appreciate for the rest of my life. For sure. If you happen to be watching this, Leo McKinley and Corbin Snarden were the only teachers I had that did not try to that respected what I wanted to do and that encouraged me to do it. And they are anybody that I go to school with when we talk about favorite teachers. Those are two names that always come up. Those are two people I'll always be very, very grateful for that I know. Well, the best things that you've learned from, from those teachers, I guess, uh, I guess they've given you advice and, and, and you've learned from their experiences. What's the best thing? Man, for one, Corbin Snarda, he was my middle school social studies teacher. He ended up working at the high school I was at. And he had a group of guys who we always came and checked on in class and everything, making sure that we were doing well. I graduated in May of 2018. Okay. Real, every single Wednesday since the day I graduated, I have gotten a text from him. Every single Wednesday. This man has not missed one Wednesday where he texts all the group of us individually, not even a group chat. How's it going? You doing all right? You need anything? Let me know. Is this today? Like, this is today. Today. Wow. He texted me this last Wednesday. I need to be better about responding to him. Sometimes I miss a week getting back to him because we're busy. But that shit, that shit means the world, though. That, that level of consistency. You know what I mean? The, no, I've never, nobody does that. But he does. That's, that's awesome. For sure, for sure. You can't. You can't ask for that. You know no. what I'm saying? Like, like, no. Who does that, bro? That's, that's, that's love. one of one, bro. That's, that's love. That's love for sure. Now, I want to ask y'all, We talk, you talked a little bit about J. Cole, Carl Finney Towns. These are, these are guys who, who've been in this building, who, who, who've been cutting hair, who've yeah. been getting their hair cut hair by barbers hair. Okay. I guess, like, like what are some, some uh, who are some fav uh, famous or high you know, profile people that you guys have been cutting? Oh, man. Or have cut before in your past. That was kind of cool. Okay, so uh, I feel like the cool people that I've seen here that I, I was like, damn, that's cool. Uh, they were actually cool people were P.J. Washington. P.J. Washington was somebody that I remember. He was very, yeah. very cool. Uh, Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero was also very cool. Um, what's other? Tyler Ulis. Yeah, he's actually from Chicago. Tyler Ulis, yeah, yeah same he, town as, as yeah, you Yeah, he came here. We've had a conversation. He's pretty cool. Uh, Darius Miller, he comes in here too. I know he's out of the NBA now too, but he, he I know he was big time here in his town that he played in the NBA. Uh Carnton town, like that's the main one. Though. Cat, yeah. Yeah, he made it top top notch. Uh, Kevin Knox. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, yeah, shout out Kevin <laughs> yeah, Knox. Kevin Knox, Knox. I remember he's he's somebody that I got to cut. Uh who is it? I can't say that's as far as I that's, that's a pretty good lineup. A lot of yeah. barbers can't say that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of barbers. What about you? I know Max, you came a little bit later. Yeah, um, Danny uh, was here when a lot of them were yeah. still uh, in school or yeah. around. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, honest, a lot of them don't come here as much, though. No okay. More. Yeah, I know that there's this guy at uh, City Cuts, I think. City Cuts. Yeah, they, I think he offers to cut them all in the locker okay. room and stuff like that. Okay, so, so yeah. yeah, he got uh, the access he wants yeah. to. Okay. He said a lot of names. I think one other dude that I'm a big fan of as a person, CJ Fredericks. That dude's in here very regular. He goes to our boy Issa. Really? Talks to everybody. How's it going? Very humble, uh, very, humble very, very nice. I think he, he actually just got engaged in. Yeah, yeah, congratulations, yeah, CJ yeah, Blair. CJ. He did. Yeah. <laughs> congrats. Yeah. Major congrats. Oh, yeah, he came and got a hiccup right before he uh, went. To, I think he went to Tennessee, I think. He Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. okay. Very oh, cool dude. Everybody in here. Yeah, the engagement. Y'all got him right for that, man. Yeah, Issa. Issa. Shout out Issa. We love Issa. Yep, yep, yep. I want to tap in a little bit to the social media part of things. Now, you guys say you're more involved in, with the video and the, the, the creating content with your cameras. Yeah. I, I guess, like, what has that done for your business uh, uh, business side of things? Like, obviously, it's 
it's, it's expanding your growth on social media, but like, like where does this help you in, in your business, you know, your, your revenue, your, your customer base, you know, creating profit? How, like, how does that help you using that camera, using that uh, uh, creating video aspect? Like, how does that help you guys? One thing I like about it, and this is video specifically, is you get to show a level of interaction that a photo can't share. Just a flat photo will only show the product Whereas a video can show you the making, it can show you bits of conversation, audio's out, but you see the organic kind of interaction. I was going to say that's before and after too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure. And you can, you can kind of see the process. And um, one thing I've tried to be better about is I was so used to being behind the camera at all times. Now I've got the tripod, the camera set up, trying to get in front, it comes off, I feel like more personal. You know what I mean? That's something I'm trying to get a little more comfortable That's with. Cool. This is out of the box for me, what we're doing right now. I'm trying to kind of improve that. Yeah. I got you. I yeah. got you. What about you, Danny? See, with me, I feel like it uh, helps me create better quality content. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, like he said, a picture, little filters, a little edit here, a little edit there. As for a video, it's more raw footage, just better quality. Okay. You okay. get what I'm saying? So, it, it, like he said, it's a visualization of my raw prospect, like what I just did, you know? But also another thing, like you said, social media, it allows me to sponsor it. Mm. So now you're it's, creating, like, it's like a commercial almost. Now you're creating business. your brand. Yes. Right, right. So yeah, uh, Danny G. Faze on Instagram, you know, I go in there, uh, I'll sponsor something, a video that I did, something that I, I think came out really saucy. Mm -hmm. And then I'll sponsor it. And uh, man, I've had people come all the way from Cincinnati, Louisville. Wow. Uh, now, now expanding your content. Yeah, yeah I got people yeah. coming three hours from here, man. For That's crazy for a haircut. Yeah, man. from Hazard, Kentucky. Uh, there's a lot of people, so it reaches out a huge agenda of people. So yeah, you know? social media. That, that and you guys are using it right. Yeah, right? you, you're, you're expanding. Your, I feel like it your... definitely helped my business because I, like, I used to try to like stay away from it because I used to think it was more like gossip and temptation and stuff like that. You yeah, know? yeah. But at the same time, I turn it around and I use it for good. I feel like exactly. it also helped me reach business and locations that I never thought that yeah, I could reach. Yeah, Locate, definitely. You know? Yeah, you're expanding your brand. You, you're being able to get more customers from a wide variety of space. Yeah. Uh, man, but one thing about this kid, man, he's so young. He's 23 years old. I know. He doesn't look it. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah, Max I, doesn't look 23, but yeah, yeah. When's your birthday? October 1st, 1999. Okay. okay. Okay, I'm older than you. Are you? How old are you? I'm September 23. Nice. So that's insane. I, I can't believe that. <laughs> but but yeah, but I want to get into, uh, I want to ask you guys, like, what's your best advice? And before we even get into that, I, I want my, my audience to know, and I'm sure you guys know this too, like, please make them understand that growing up, like, we all try to, you know, be, you, you grow up, you want to be an athlete, you want to be a doctor, you want to you want to be a lawyer, whatever the case may be. Like, I think a lot of the times I, I want people, to, my audience to understand that you can be a barber, like, like, like make them understand that mm -hmm. barbering is something that you can do as well. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a very successful career. So like, what, what's your best advice to, to the youth and, and, and those people who want to possibly get into this lane? Uh, I think as far as barbering, man, I feel like, like you said, it's something that, that It'll make you a good income. It'll help you build relationships and stuff like that. But at the same time, I feel like it's something you want to do. Because I feel like if you if you go into it for the wrong reasons, for it just being for the money, for the yeah, connections, right. or whatever, we made it seem like it was a great thing. If it's if you don't enjoy the art, if you don't enjoy the actual, you know, production of doing it, you're not gonna enjoy it. You're gonna quit. You're gonna 
get distracted by other things. You're not gonna take it as serious. So exactly. before you invest those fifteen thousand dollars in barber school, my advice to you is make sure that you do something you actually enjoy doing. Man, you know, or Man. else you're you're gonna be miserable in life. Exactly. That's some good advice. Some good advice. What about you, Max? He touched on a good part of it. If you do decide that it is what you want to do, be disciplined because the job's a whole lifestyle. Yes. I mean, how many hours a week do you? Th- I mean, we're in here. 8.30 just to get set up. We leave at 6.30 after we close up. I mean, we're talking in the 50s to 60s hours a week. It's a whole lifestyle. You, like you said, you got to enjoy it. And if you do decide that's what you want to do, you have to be disciplined because you can easily go take a day off. But if you're doing that once a week, you're not pushing yourself to anything better. Yeah. Um, yeah, be consistent. Be respectful to your client's time. That's the biggest thing for anybody starting off. I mean, if you can start that from as early as possible and continue having those kinds of like that checklist i think you can you can do very very well something something that i want to add to that also though i feel yeah. like some people believe that once you become your own boss you don't have to work as often you can take vacation dude you don't have those funds yet <laughs> at the beginning of your career you need to bust your ass you need to work you need to work and understand that there's going to be days where you're going to have long hours sacrifices too. yeah like today you walked in it's sunday we're closed on sunday what was i doing when you walked in cut hair i was cutting somebody cut hair. sometimes you know there's people that you know they take care of me so i'll take care take of you care. you know what i'm saying yeah, that's love if anything once you're your own boss you have to work even harder, harder because yeah, I was just say that. I was just we gotta pay yourself, bro. How much do you want to pay yourself? <laughs> yeah. People are booking with Danny. They're booking with me, right? If I have someone who I've I've been cutting their hair 20, 30 times and I piss them off, they're not mad at the barbershop. They're right. mad at Max. Yeah. They're mad at the person who they got into the altercation with. That comes back directly on you. So if anything, you have to you're proving yourself on a daily basis that you're, st- you're keeping with that consistency. Man. It takes some discipline, yeah, but if you enjoy it, it's does. worth it. It definitely does. I like how you, you said that you have to work harder. Because yeah. it's like, as a, everyone thinks that it's just like, uh, you're your own boss, it's easy. You go do this, you do that. Vacation. Uh, vacation, yeah. I, I schedule whenever I want to work. No. Nah. Social media tricks people. Social media, <laughs> you get, you twist yeah. it. Yeah. People sure. think you come in the industry charging $100 a haircut. It doesn't work like that, man. It doesn't work. I don't, like I don't that, know man. how. <laughs> I don't know why, and I don't know how. Um, I want to open this this uh, segment up to, to my people behind me, my crew. Uh, if they have any questions, uh, they can they can you know. Uh, I know I'm kind of putting them on the spot right now, but uh, <laughs> do y'all have any questions? We can we can add that in there. We can definitely add it to the episode. If not, that's okay. You know, we can just move on. It's not a problem. Probably we're gonna ask it anyway towards the end. But how can we book with you? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, everybody in Cuts Online uses the app The Cut. You can go on there and you can type in Cuts Online Barbershop. And from there, you're going to have an option of anybody that's taking appointments. You'll be able to see times available. You'll be able to see prices right next to them. It's very easy to use. And you can go check that today. Android and iOS. Yes. That was a pretty good ad, man. You Thank ever? You ever think, saying, because if you need a sponsor, <laughs> I was just gonna say yeah. that man. politician. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. If you need a spokesperson, the cut. I'm right here. Cuts online. Lexington, online. Kentucky. Max Overland, man. Cuts online. Um, what's next? Well, what's next podcast? We always end out with uh, uh, uh what's next? Uh, what do you guys got planned next? I guess in your journey in, in barbering. Man, to be honest. Uh, I just want to keep doing it. I don't. I don't think. I don't see myself quitting anytime soon, man. If anything, I see myself uh, 
Maybe later on in the future, I'd like to start adding services like hair dyeing and uh, oh man, you know, okay, stuff like cool. that. Yeah, I, I've actually been asked that multiple times. That's just something that I want to look into and like working to get better into. Okay. I was gonna say, Danny, like, where do you? Obviously, you're a guy like you like to to go outside of the box with things and try different things. Where does that come from? Like, you you're doing face masks, uh, you're, you're doing all of that. Social media, man. I, I do see that it's what's trendy right now, man. People come here and they'll pull those videos out. They'll be like, hey, man, like. Can you do this? Can you do this? I mean, I, I mean, I can. I just don't have the equipment here. And uh, there's a couple of clients that that's why I did it every time. Like, hey, when are you gonna start doing this? Hey, when are you gonna start doing that? You're like, well, you know what? You're right. I'm starting yeah. to, start tomorrow. Facts, <laughs> facts. So I went and I got a couple of things. So now yeah, I do like hot towels. I started doing uh, facials. I started doing face masks. I started doing uh, what else? Hot towel shapes, I guess. Okay. But uh, at the same time, I don't get it for you to book it. If you don't, if, if you want it, I, I could do it. I don't want people to feel like they have to have to do it. You know what I'm Because uh, do I enjoy doing it? Yeah. Do I want to do it all the time? No. <laughs> but like, it's something that I offer if you want to spoil yourself. Yeah, treat, for you sure. Know? For sure. What about you, Max? Like, like, what's next for you? Same as what he said. Honestly, it's not always the most exciting. But for our job, it's really just consistency and I mean there's new shit coming out every year you got to stay on top of it because it's changing a lot more now than it did ever yeah so there's always something new to learn you never have it perfected and you never know it all yeah I guess the is social media how you guys keep up with the trends yeah. well you gotta think about it when you were seven years old it's different oh you used to come in with a picture in the paper like you just printed it out the printer like this is what I want or a magazine you know you magazine. Magazine. Or a picture on the wall on the yeah. wall yeah, yeah you know yeah. I, I want what Obama I want the LeBron I, you know the big stars like oh that's what I want I want the Tom Brady haircut I want, you right, know? right 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 now all you gotta do is get on Instagram and type in fade hair boom 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 this you got all type of yeah. categories yeah you got all types of hairstyles now but back then you just have fades and trims yeah now you got burst fades blowouts tapers it's also worth mentioning when we were kids we asked for those haircuts we didn't get those haircuts no yeah we didn't get those <laughs> kids want bald fades now and they're in here throwing a tantrum i mean At until i old. was 10 i looked yeah. like the sweet life of zach and cody like it didn't <laughs> it's a little different now Me too, yeah it's <laughs> It was a lot different. Man. Yeah, it was a lot more. I didn't know what a shape up was till I was like twelve. Man, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking around looking goofy. Man. Yeah. I hear you, bro. I hear you. Um, so we're gonna end out this episode. Um, I'm in Danny G. What's our time at? We are at well, plus the other thirty, around forty minutes, forty-one minutes. Great episode. We're gonna lock this one in. Uh, great episode. Follow them on all social media accounts. It's going to be on your screen. My man Max, my man Danny G. Um, and, and if you want to book with them, just get the Cuts app if you're in the Lexington, Kentucky area or if you're outside of Lexington, Kentucky because these guys, they, they cut all over the place. They, they cut from Hazard, Kentucky, Cincinnati. Wherever you are, check them out. Um, follow them on their social medias. And also give us a like and subscribe. We would deeply appreciate that. Um, I want to thank you guys for coming on once again. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, brother. Yeah, thank you for having no us. No problem. No problem. And um, we're, we're going to get this one out to you. Um, stay tuned for our next episode. Going to be another big one. And that's all I got for you guys for today, okay? Episodes and exclusive content. Subscribe to What's Next with Rio.